0: Brave the Wild. It is time to call up your courage and brave the Minnesota Wild. This is episode number two. Today is Thursday, September the 11th of the year 2008 and it is great to have you with us once again here on thesportsstuff.com, and yes on iTunes is Brave the Wild available on iTunes as well and I welcome those of you that may have come from iTunes and encourage you, encourage you, (laughs) to join thesportstuff.com, to join the message boards. There is a button in the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Boards. Click on that. You will be prompted to sign in or sign up. Please do sign up and join the message boards here on thesportstuff.com, or you could be one of us. You can join in the discussion. There is Section's all over the place for every kind of sport, pretty much, on here, including there's also video games and anything goes section, so you could even talk politics or stocks or whatever the heck you want. Uh, of course, there's the podcaster's section or podcasts section, podcast section near the top where you will see all three of my shows in there. Brave the Wild, Purple, Mafia, and Timberwolves Explosion. Do get on those message boards and do some talking with me. But, yeah. With that out of the way, gonna tell you what we're gonna talk about today here on thesportsstuff.com. We are going to talk about the Marion Gabrick situation, the ongoing situation with Marion Gabrick, which of course is not resolved. And, uh, well, it just might not work out. It just might not. We're also gonna get into some wild news. We're gonna talk about Brent Burns, Curtis Foster, then some signings in the NHL. Just a couple of, you know, signings of I believe are of interest to you, the hockey fan And Minnesota Wild or Minnesota fan However you like to look at it Of course we'll read the poll results And get into the newest poll And with that Real quick though, before we go to break Today is September the 11th It is the 7 year anniversary From that tragic event that occurred In New York City involving The World Trade Center Or World Trade Center's Three buildings collapsed and the others were taken down from the damage. Um, We all have our opinions on that subject, um, but uh, we will not get into that right now because the most important thing on this day is to remember those who were lost, including the ones who tried to help those who were lost. And with that, I'm going to give a quick moment of silence Again, we thank those of you out there who came to the scene and helped those in need on September the 11th. And with that, we will return to Talk Some Hockey. Here on the thesportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on thesportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back. Here on Brave the Wild. Episode number two, as mentioned earlier. And well, we gotta we still gotta sign our best player, folks. And are we gonna sign him? Is he gonna get traded? Well, that's the million quadrillion dollar question here with the Minnesota Wild. Of course, losing this guy would be devastating to the organization, to the fans, and just to the to the NHL at least at least around these parts. You know, there's lots of fans in this area. Um, Wisconsin doesn't have a team. Of course, Iowa doesn't. You know, the Dakotas, they're pretty much all Wild fans, or, well, most of them anyway. The majority, I'd say. There may be a couple of Blackhawk fans in there somewhere. Shame on you, if you are, but no, that's okay. Um, There's an article in the Star Tribune, recently written September 10th, that would have been yesterday, um, by Michael Russo, the main Minnesota Wild reporter in the Star Tribune. Uh, headline, Wild, resumed Gabrick negotiations. Subline, with several talks behind them. The team and the players. Agent will continue discussions in Los Angeles, California. All right. And uh, Wild assistant, general manager Tom Lynn and agent, Ron Salser, the infamous Ron Salser at this point, <laughs> will meet in Los Angeles over the next few days to continue negotiations toward what the Wild hopes is an eventual contract extension to right-wing Marion Gabrick's contract. And a quote, We're both trying to push the process forward, said Land, who flew to California late Tuesday. Um, I sure hope they are, as right now this is <laughs> a very tough situation. um, Gabrick, of course, intrigued with the idea of signing with a, oh, maybe a more offensive-minded system. As Jacques Lemaire has mentioned a quadrillion times, is not an offensive-minded coach. And, uh, yeah, we're all curious, including Marion Gabrick, as to how he would perform in such a situation at this point in time. Um... Gabrick, the Wild's all-time leading scorer, who is entering the final year of his contract, said last week he's willing to stay in Minnesota, but he's also where his options include becoming a highly coveted unrestricted free agent next summer. Indeed, folks. Mm-hmm. And another, and the Wild is hoping to sign Gabrick to a long-term extension in the 8.5 million a year range. And yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, how much more could he possibly want at this point in time, being he has been injury-prone? And, uh, well, he's not exactly eclipsed the 100-point mark. Of course, the question always comes in, again, is Jacques Lemaire truly holding this young man back when healthy? As last year, he eclipsed the 80-point mark, the 40-goal mark, and all that good stuff. So that is the tough position right now. Uh, The article continues, it's possible negotiations will continue into training camp, which begins September 19th, so we're all looking forward to that here in Minnesota, the great day of September 19th, Uh, anyhow I continue, but at some point soon the Wild must know concretely whether Gabrick is willing to sign or not, if he's not, the Wild likely will investigate his trade value before the season, and yes, that is an option, folks. Unfortunately, it could come to that. It really could because uh, you can't let the guy walk without getting some type of compensation. This is not Major League Baseball where you get draft picks for, say, Tory Hunter when he took off or Johan Santana where, well, they traded him, but, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, quote continues here, Tom Lynn, there will come a time we're going to want to know what's happening, but we haven't set that time yet, Lynn said. We'll see how things go right now. We're worried more about what we're going to what we're trying to do, which is signing Marion. That's our primary goal. We're putting all our efforts there. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much the deal right now. Uh, a lot of people believe in this town that Marion Gabrick is unhappy with Jacques Lemaire. That he thinks there's a possibility there's a possibility that Jacques Lemaire Believes that, oh, or that Marion Gabrick is tired of Jacques Lemaire's style. Tired of Jacques Lemaire needling Marion Gabrick here and there. One game, Gabrick's playing tons of minutes. The next game, all of a sudden, he's not getting any opportunities at all. Uh, another thing that could be frustrating is Jacques Lemaire can constantly change his lines. He never really puts people together. And how about this? Migo Koivo and Marion Gabrick really have never played together. And uh, that's a million dollar question as to. Why? To me, the best line on the Wild, that would be just a great chemistry thing and, of course, you know, a common sense thing as well. Um, Miko Koivu, Marion Gabrick, and Andrew Brunette, I think that would be a phenomenal line. Uh, every one of them can score. Of course, uh, Brunette is a f- fantastic chemistry guy. Uh, Koivu is as well, and Koivu also is a very nice defensive player, Um Gabrick is an okay defensive player, Brunette is decent, but uh, Gabrick and Brunette, of course, mostly passers or scorers, Gabrick the scorer of the three, um, that's the situation we are at right now in Minnesota, uh, just hoping and praying we can sign Gabrick, but right now, you know what, folks, it's 50-50, I have no idea, I really don't know what is going to happen in this situation. Um... You just got to hope and pray that history repeats itself Because we were in a standoff in 2003-2004 Gabrick signed um, The good part is though In that situation in 2003-2004 When Gabrick held out Well, he wasn't <laughs> He wasn't signed He was a free agent at the time Or not really a free agent He was a restricted free agent So uh, he couldn't play without a contract This time he does have a contract So uh, if he's not signed, and yet there's still a good chance we could sign him in the coming month or so, that uh, Gabrick will be able to at least suit up. We won't have one of those holdout deals where he'll come in and uh, in you know November again and not be the same player because he's just totally off from uh, sitting out basically because that was not fun at all. But that's pretty much where we stand. Uh, nothing majorly great to report at this time, other than. They are negotiating now. Before the last time we did this show, they weren't negotiating. It was just still kind of uh, conversations about hockey, about, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll still be able to score just as much here as you would in Ottawa. Um, I'm not 100% convinced of that, and I doubt Marion Gabrick is either. But with that, we're going to conclude this segment, and we're going to get into some other wild news right after this announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Vikings ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and MediaFly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, and the commercial you just heard was about Purple Mafia, of course the Minnesota Vikings podcast, Uh, the one before that, of course, I didn't even bring up, Timberwolves Explosion, your Timberwolves basketball connection, (laughs) so those are my two podcasts, do check them out, Timberwolves and Vikings podcasts available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes, as I'm... Pretty sure that not every single one of you only likes the wild, that you like the other teams as well. So I cover all three, not the twins. Uh as T C talk is the Twins one. That is done by Andrew Gotsman here on the sports Now I got that out of the way. And uh let's get into some wild news other than Marion Gabbert, because he's not the only player in this team that matters. Um here's some kind of good news anyway. Uh Curtis Foster is back on the ice, defenseman Curtis Foster, who have a who had a devastating Le- uh, broken leg last year Season ending broken femur Um Defenseman Curtis Foster Stepped onto the ice Tuesday morning in Minneapolis For the first time since sustaining A season ending broken femur March 19th in San Jose After months of grueling rehab Foster said Tuesday He was an important step toward An eventual return to action Sometime this season He skated gingerly for 40 minutes It felt good, Foster said. I'm still a long ways away from playing, but it felt so good to be out there. It wasn't pretty, but I'm excited. And you know what? That is good news. That is very good news that this guy is finally able to at least skate again. Um, We wish Curtis Foster the best. He was a pretty valuable guy for this team. when healthy, as he has a very devastating slap shot. Uh, He was pretty much a shot in the dark signing a couple years ago. Uh, the kind of guy you don't really expect to really bring much. Now, as you know, Curtis Foster is a very large individual, six foot five, 235. Uh, he was a second-round pick by the Calgary Flames, 40th overall in 2000, 40th overall pick in the draft. So they saw something in him at the time, but it uh, didn't really work out too much. He went to... Finally got to play a couple games in Atlanta in, 2000, in the years 2002-03 and 2003-04. Only five games in that time, getting one assist in those five little games. But then all of a sudden, winds up with the Minnesota Wild in 05-06 after that awful lockout. Uh, amassing 28 points. A nice coming out party. Uh, unfortunately, this guy has missed playing time pretty much. Every year, even though he would be a regular in the roster. But, yeah, only 58 games played in that first year here, 57 the next year, and 56. So he declined a game a year. <laughs> uh, I don't think he'll play 55 games this year. It's probably going to be less because they're just saying sometime this season. That could be any time. Unfortunately, his points declined as well. As, of course, 28 points that first year, 05-06, 23 points the next year. Uh, He dropped from 10 goals to 3, by the way, but his assists went up to 20. And then last year he got 19 points before that awful injury. Um, But, yeah, he played about as many games as the previous years. So numbers declining, playing time declining a little bit, a little more depth in this team as time goes on. But uh, still, Curtis Foster is the kind of guy you want around. He's a nice offensive weapon. He's actually a pretty good defenseman as well. He's not just offense. A strong individual guy. I'd like to have him back. Wish him a speedy recovery. But now also another defenseman on the Minnesota Wild, who is uh, also (laughs) looking for recovery, or is uh, needing to recover. Uh, I didn't even realize this was going on until the article came out. Brent Burns on, uh, oh, this happened about a week ago. About September 3rd or 4th or so, uh, Brent Burns got his sore elbow fixed. Um, There's a little article here. Brent Burns was feeling back to normal Thursday night. He was at his Lake Elmo Park reserve at home watching the TV show Big Brother, so we're happy for him. Um, (laughs) Doesn't really matter there. But overall, Brent Burns is expected to miss, oh, about four weeks four to six weeks or so with this deal uh, as they needed to remove loose particles from his elbow Again, something I did not know much about until this article just popped in out of nowhere. Uh, Wednesday's MRI showed he might get through the season, but he might not if it gets worse. Lynn said, so we decided let's get it done now. So we make sure he can play and not miss time. Now, of course that was last Wednesday, but that's what the quote says. Um, now, Burns is talking here the way the doctor explained it. Everybody has stuff in their elbow. It's like when there's a rock in your shoe and you don't feel it, Burns said. It's just stuff that has moved now, and I'm feeling it. I've had no range of motion in the elbow, so, uh, yeah. It's a good thing he got this thing fixed, folks. Um, now, as said before, uh, Burns had elbow pain last season and into the playoffs, but it became irritated when he returned to the ice again last month. Still, Burns didn't think it was serious and continued to skate through Wednesday before seeing orthopedist Joel Boyd later that day. Uh, So, yes, it says here that Burns, arguably the Wild's best defenseman, underwent surgery Thursday afternoon, so that would be the fourth, to remove loose fragments from his left elbow. The team expects Burns to miss four weeks as I mentioned before, but he expects to be back sooner. Uh, Burns, real quick here, says, I've always been a pretty quick healer, said Burns, still jittery after his first operation ever. It was something that probably didn't have to be done, but I'd rather have it done now and miss this week and next week rather than two weeks in December or January or February. Uh, agreed 110%. Glad that got done. Glad that got done. Um... Uh, it would have been nice if he could have done it even sooner because, you know what, training camp's coming. Training camp's starting in <laughs> on the 19th, so uh, hopefully he will be okay and ready to go. He expects to be back in only half the time. Uh, I've heard that before. It doesn't always work out that way. Hope for the best for Bernsie. Uh I know I thought that, too, when I had uh, assist removed from my wrist. I thought it would take about... Uh, me a week or so. It ended up taking about twice as long, so that was fun stuff. And I'm not exactly a wuss myself. <laughs> no, um, of course Brent Burns isn't one. That's for darn sure. But uh, now we got a couple other little news items here. First of all, the former Gophers defenseman Keith Ballard. Remember him, Keith Ballard? A really nice. Golden Gopher, uh, he is now the Flora, with the Florida Panthers. He signed a six-year extension on Tuesday. Ballard was acquired by the Panthers in June from Phoenix in exchange for former captain Ole Jokinen. The 25-year-old has appeared in 233 games, all with the Coyotes. The extension starts with the 2009-10 season. Terms of the deal were not ex- not disclosed, and, of course, they say that all the time. And I mean all the time. But, yeah, so I brought this guy up because, yeah, you know, Minnesota ties. A lot of Wild fans are probably Gopher fans. Not all of them. But uh, he's had an okay career thus far. Uh, Better start than of late. Uh, He's played three years in the NHL so far. In the year 2002, he was drafted 11th overall by the Buffalo Sabres. Of course, wound up with the Phoenix Coyotes in a trade soon thereafter. But, yeah, he finally got to play in the NHL after the lockout and played all 82 games, 39 points. Great start to his career. I remember being pretty excited about that. Unfortunately, the following year, 27 points and then 21 points. Uh, he played all 82 games last year, but 21 points. So numbers declined each year. We hope for the best for Keith Ballard, the Baudette, Minnesota native, that he his numbers will increase this coming season with the Florida Panthers, his new team. Now, one other defenseman signed. This guy is not exactly 25 years old, folks. In fact, he's just about double that. Are you ready for this? The Detroit Red Wings re-signed 46-year-old defenseman Chris Chelios for one year on Tuesday. Chelios enters his 25th NHL season. And is 10th with the Red Wings. It's already been 10 years since Chris Chelios has been with the Red Wings. Man, remember when he was on the Chicago Blackhawks? Shucks, a lot of you probably even remember with the Montreal Canadiens, as it says. He began his career with the Montreal Canadiens and also played for the Chicago Blackhawks, as mentioned. Last season, he became the second oldest player in NHL history. To appear in a game behind Gordy Howe, who of course, came back for no reason when he was like 50 something. Ah, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. That is just unbelievable. Chelios has 948 points in 1,616 regular season games. What an amazing run for Chris Chelios. I cannot believe he's coming back again. I can't believe it. And he's still the kind of guy who can. Stay healthy. I mean, look at 81, you know, in his last three seasons, 81 games, 71 games, 69 games. So he's still playing. It's not like he only played 30 games. Uh, though he wasn't on the playoff roster last year for the Detroit Red Wings. I figured that must mean it's the end of the line for old man Chelios. But, no, I guess not. They brought him back again. So uh, we'll see what happens. Will this be Chris Chelios' final year? I mean, you thought it was maybe, oh, about eight years ago? <laughs> What a career by this guy. Absolutely amazing. But with that, we're going to conclude this segment, and we will get into our final segment where we will discuss the polls on thesportstuff.com. We'll be back after this. What's up, listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportstuff.com where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs Give our opinions and go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on thesportstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there, to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards, and talk with us. All listeners, including Bronco fans, are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone show right here on thesportstuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. Back here on Brave the Wild for our final segment, it is time to talk about last week's polls—or not last week, but last show, huh, episode one. Um, now, the question for this poll was now, but first and foremost, again, I encourage you to sign up here on the message boards on the thesportsstuff.com as this. Is the idea to bring you on board here and interact with this show. That way, you can uh, vote on these polls and be a part of things. As the uh, slogan here on the thesportsstuff.com is, "Don't just watch sports; get involved." And I encourage you to do that. And uh, yeah, don't only and don't only vote, but post a reply also. You know, comment, make some type of comment as to why you made your selection, as it just adds to the show. You'll, or your name will get written on air unless you just flat out don't want it to be And just write do not put on air That's all you have to put to make, to make it simple um, Now the poll reason, or the question first was what will happen with Marion Gabrick There were four choices One, Gar- Gabrick will sign long term before the season Two, Gabrick will sign long term during the season Three, Gabrick will wait out the season and sign next summer at the last second for the Wild will be left with no choice but to trade Garrick, realizing he wants out. And your responses come to, well, Gabrick will sign long-term before the season. 66%, uh, the other 33% all go to Gabrick. will wait out the season and sign next summer at the last second. Um, my choice was he will sign long-term before the season. Yeah, that was when I did the last show. Right now, I don't know. <laughs> I should have put a I don't know button Because that's about what I'd be pressing uh, I hope that that little prediction works out Okay, we have one week to go or, Well, not, not one week But one week before training camp We have about oh, three weeks to go before the season As the season starts early October uh, I believe October 3rd Yes, Um it's going to be very interesting indeed to see what happens with this guy. Uh, only one comment, so I encourage you out there that are listening, please comment, please comment, please interact with me. Uh, Sj Steelers fan, San Jose Steelers fan, <laughs> San Jose and Steelers fan, you know, also known as Chris Porter. So he and he's a big hockey fan, of course, being the Sharks fan. Uh, his comment is. They got to get this done before the season starts, or I don't see Gabrick back for the wild. I hope they can. He is the franchise, like a Sid Crosby. Enjoy the first one. Hope there is plenty more to come. Enjoyed the first one, sorry. Uh, yeah, great to hear that, Chris Porter. I'm glad to hear that from you. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, here it is, episode number two. So, hi. <laughs> hope you're enjoying this one as well. Um, that's the end of that poll, unfortunately, as uh, now poll number two has begun. It's a very simple one. The question is, is Jacques Lemaire holding back Marion Gabrick? Yes or no? Uh, unfortunately, I say yes. Uh, ever so slightly, though, it's not like the worst ever, but I think he's holding him back a little bit, and I'm curious to see just how good he would be if uh, – he was in a more offensive minded system. Maybe if the v- Wolves had a, oh, uh, Wolves, the Wild had a more offensive minded, uh, coach. So with that, we are going to conclude episode number two. I enjoyed it very much. I hope you did as well. And I'm going to wish you a great week or so. Uh, training camp is a coming and I can't wait. It's going to be time to talk some training camp hockey next in episode number three. And until then, <laughs> take care.